Welcome to Daters Gonna Date. This is a Irish podcast all about dating. Two single girls living in Dublin. What the hell will we get up to? Not much at the moment with COVID, um, but we'll discuss all our dating woes, all your dating woes, um, and we hope you enjoy. Everybody, welcome back to episode 35 of Dare's Gonna Date. This is Nicola. Hi, this is Roshi. 35. That's both our ages. We have yes. made it to our actual age in episodes. Cannot believe we are 35 episodes um into this. Bar like our accidental break on the bank holiday. We haven't taken any time at all. We've just powered all the way through. Uh, for the last 35 fortnights it's kind of crazy I still can't believe I'm 35 let alone 35 episodes so there you go <laughs> I know we've outlived Jesus God knows how many people <laughs> at, this, at this stage um it's just mad to think to look back on the last like 15 16 months when we've done so many episodes of this in lockdown and then we're finally finally well, we'll find out about indoor dining and all that, I suppose, in the next in the next little while. But it's amazing to kind of be free or starting to feel that little bit of freedom again. Yeah, there's probably people who have just joined us and maybe are in like the first few episodes and are, you know, starting off and we're, we're able to go out and do everything like speed dating. And then there's people that are coming like only on episodes like six and seven when we're basically doing nothing at home. And then, you know, the the roller coaster. But for anyone who listens to us every single episode, uh, we love you. You're our favorites. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're just tipping in now, please go back and listen. I think our first episode is, uh, did you say just over 2000 listens or close to 2000 listens? It's just um, about 40, uh, 40 listens away from 2000 the last time I checked. So, you know, okay. 40 more people come on this little journey with us, then we will yeah, be on exactly. 2000 listens on the first episode, which is mental. It's crazy because like, bear in mind myself, Nick are just two normal peeps. Like we're not influencers. You know, all we had initially when we started was basically our own friends and family. And that was it. Yeah. And like we, we didn't have anybody else. So um, for everybody who is listening, any, anybody who's joined us on Instagram, Twitter, etc. Thank you so goddamn much. Like it means so much. Just like honestly, like we uh, we had some the, for the first time ever, we had some kind of rough comments uh, the other week. And I mean, they weren't like really, really horrible. But, but me and Nicola were quite taken aback. Um, if you follow us on Instagram, you, you may have already heard this, but just someone made a comment about how we'd mentioned COVID and the vaccination the other week. And we, Nicola put up a story about it. And <laughs> Nicola went mental. Nicola went mental. <laughs> um, I thought you were very reserved, to be, to be honest with you. And the outpouring 
from everybody was so positive was so lovely I mean like we had genuine chats with people who 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 aren't getting the vaccination for their own personal reasons and had complete and utter civil and lovely conversations with Mm -hmm. these people um it just happened to be a very very tiny minority um who you know kind of had a pop on us um, yeah, and told us to stick to what we know. I was like, you have no idea what me and Roshin do in our daily lives. You actually don't know anything, what we do and what we don't know. And t- telling us to do our research and stop following the mainstream media. And I'm sorry, if you use the words mainstream media, I'm just like, Ugh. it's just, I just can't be dealing with that. Like, you know, we have brains. We we know we're not going, oh, because Ortiz said to do it. That's why we're doing it. We're basically the best doctors and the scientists in the world. That's who we're trusting. But again, if you don't want to yeah. do it, that is on you. That is all your, and that's your decision. So I'm not going to stand in your way and tell you, you should do it and shouldn't do it. But don't come at me and be like, <laughs> the way that this person did. Roisin sent me the yeah. screenshot and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> because the whole point and the reason why we brought it up in the last episode is because people were asking like people were mm-hmm. talking about dating and COVID people were talking about you know masks and awkward it is people were asking how you know what it would be like for them to you know if the person they met didn't want a vaccine and they did like so it isn't like oh we should just stick to dating like unfortunately because of the way the world is at the moment COVID is kind of like interlinked with dating if you're trying to meet somebody and you know I mean like about spoke to a couple of people who mentioned that for medical reasons or other reasons etc they wouldn't be getting the vaccine and I tell you they were the nicest we had great chats with them mm. there was no issues as we say it's a personal preference but when you start calling us stupid or idiots or saying we should be careful because we're of childbearing age oh my god yeah that was the worst me. um I mean that's that's not a way to kind of approach the subject with us I think both me myself uh, and Nicola are really open to hearing other people's opinions and stuff but like let's kind of have a friendly dialogue you know we don't need to be at each other's throats and I think we can respect people's different opinions but I mean if you're foolish enough to think COVID is not impacting dating I don't know where you've been for the last 15 months but the 1% made a difference to the dating world there's no doubt about it and also like whether or not me and Roisin are getting vaccines or not our childbearing age is none of your fucking business. And I don't like to curse, but I just had to say that there. It's like the World Health Organization coming out and saying that women between, you know, 18 and 45 shouldn't drink because they're a world of, you know, we're of childbearing age or whatever. Our body, our choice. If I'm putting a vaccine into it, that is nothing to do with you. So if you're going to come to us with comments, Wait, that's no fine. One. But don't mention the words childbearing age. I don't. <laughs> I always find this so bizarre that no one ever mentions men in these scenarios. Mm-hmm. Like what it's given to their junk or that whole thing about the drinking. Like, I mean, it's a well-known fact, men that overdrink, it totally annihilates their swimmers, etc. But that wasn't, you know, brought up in that huge thing. So irritating. Um, mm-hmm. As I said, me and Nick are always open to chat about literally anything. But if you come for us and try and insult us, then we ain't got time for that shit. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, that is our rant over for today. <laughs> yeah, but um, what I really wanted to, what I really wanted to highlight was just how se- unbelievably sound so many of these were. So yeah. thank you so much for everyone who messaged us. We really do appreciate it. Yeah, no, really, and it, like especially to the people we did speak about who were 
you know, also as Roshi mentioned, not getting the vaccine for whatever reasons their own were and they were very respectful. That is the way to deal with everything, whether it's from the repeal, you know, conversations, you know, the same sex marriage, whatever it is with respect for each other. Differences, opinions are totally fine, but nah, don't don't come at us in aggro way. We were so everyone who did messages and we had so much support. The amount of people I was like, oh, my God, this is probably our most interacted story of all time. And I had just gone and rant. To, <laughs> yeah. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you can usually tell it's me wild. on the Instagram if there's a rant. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I just I would be terrible you at least have some self-control your language is a bit better mine would be like listen here you fuckly fuck you can fuck <laughs> off and fucking die <laughs> and the point the point would be completely lost so I think when it comes to the PR side of things uh Nicola you're definitely the the better of the two of us first <laughs> mm-hmm. well we'll for now anyway we'll see <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell our listeners that I met uh, the infamous Tom on Friday. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, I met him and um, God help him. He met me at my drunkest. So God bless Tom. <laughs> so my apologies. I said to him on Saturday when I met him the second time, I was like, my apologies for meeting you when I was just basically banana faced. And yeah, I had a fear. I still have fear and it's four days later. So if that, you know, <laughs> no. that'll tell you. Oh, no. Yeah, it's been a while since we've all been out drinking to the extremity so even though the night obviously ends early um like I don't think any of us are used to drinking uh, that way really <laughs> at the moment need to build that tolerance back up but yeah it was um it was definitely nerve-wracking because like obviously you do worry about bringing a new person into your friend group and if they're going to get on and uh shock of all hers I was late and poor Tom was sitting at the table with uh, two of my friends that kind of like they're friends with another friend of ours. So like I wouldn't know I know them well, but, you know, Tom wouldn't have a clue who they were. And he was sitting with them. Look, he just slided in there. No bother. And they were trying to figure out if they knew people or had friends in common, etc. So um I think that was a good thing. He just was able to get into the chat. It helped that a lot of country folk were there. I think it took uh, took the edge off. But um, yeah, I felt like everything went really well. And yeah, everybody was drunk, but I think uh, Tom was drunk himself. So um, I think it all panned out uh, pretty okay. Well, yeah, for all of you, except for me, who fell about 50 times. Uh, I was had my first flirt of a year and a half and ruined it. So everybody else he had a much better time. <laughs> it didn't ruin it. You didn't ruin it. Just to FYI, like um, it's not that Nicola, you know, just falls when she's drunk. Unfortunately, she does have an actual physical problem with her knee, and sometimes they just go on her whether she's drunk, sober, or whatever. Um, and unfortunately, towards the end of the night, your knees did not want to go back into place. No, they don't. And they're so covered in bruises now. And my, it's, I, my, I was saying to you, I really hurt my hip um, doing a workout a few weeks ago. And I think my leg is out of alignment with it, each other. So I'm like a creaky old woman walking around the place. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's well, it's 35 thing. Unfortunately, everything starts to hurt a little bit more, um, especially going back to the gym. But it was so funny because obviously there was a guy and there was a bit of flirting. And like a part of me did want to rec- just slip the phone out and try record it for the podcast just to catch <laughs> just to catch a little bit of your flirting style. Oh, uh, God. To, to give it to the viewers. But like, well, like I know it was a bit, you know, 
as most of us who have been single for any period of time in our lives, uh, sometimes often what happens when a single guy approaches a group or is chatting to someone in your group or who's a single friend, there, there, there tends to sometimes be like a kind of pressure, like that people are kind of like, hey, 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 come on, like what, you know, like, you're going to kiss him? Like, what are you going to do? do? Do something, do something, do something. And it becomes it a little bit intense and I felt like maybe it got it got a bit like that uh, <laughs> at a stage uh, on the night out yeah yo a lot of people are yelling at me to and ask and yelling at this guy so this guy came to us but our friend brought him over and um, he was very beautiful and our friend brought him over and introduced him to all of us and um he ended up sitting with me and, and Roisin and a few and Tom and a few others and flirting away anyway and he's very attractive so I was just really enjoying the flirting part um and then a lot of people were like get her number ask her on a date blah blah I was like oh my god Jesus Christ everyone tone it down there for five seconds this may have been meant that I drank a lot quicker or we did do shots like which was so ridiculous like we should not have done shots like what was we thinking (laughs) um but yeah, so then I woke up the next day and I didn't remember and this guy had, but turns out me and him had ended up having a fight that I don't remember. Nobody really knows what happened, but we'd end up having some sort of fight no. at the end of the night. And so did our other friend had a fight with him as well. And I don't know, we don't really know what happened. Anyway, I hated my, I still hate myself three days later. So that'll tell you, lads. <laughs> <laughs> so the furring, the furring started off well um, and kind of uh, ended uh in a in a in a odd fashion um but it was good crack initially um when your man came over and like he was kind of flirting with everyone to be honest even mm-hmm. tom got a flirt i love him and i think he quite enjoyed it his man was very attractive guys i, I mean i, I mean, even tom agreed that this man was was very attractive so i mean it, it wasn't like uh it wasn't like he was some creepy muncher who came up to the table which actually happened to our friends at the yeah, other they had, table they had a creepy muncher at one point and they were like sending us the help signals but because we had the attractive hot guy we were like sauce guys were busy <laughs> sorry um i know you were out the weekend before were there any men that night or any flirting going on no, like that was out with our gay friend and basically went back to his sister's house and we sang Mariah Carey in Westlife. So like there was absolutely nothing there. Um, I think, yeah, maybe the pressure of uh, Friday and everybody getting involved. And then I know the fact that I haven't flirted with anyone in a year and a half. Maybe that's what ended in our row. I have no idea. No recollection whatsoever, lads. So as you can imagine, I found out from Roisin what happened on Saturday at Pride. I was like, so... <laughs> I just can't understand this. She's like, well, you did tell him that everybody hated him. I was like, sorry, what? What? And then, of course, I had a spiral. But I have no no context for like for like that conversation or what happened, because I didn't even see you like speaking to him. He just approached our table and was like, apparently all hate us. And I was like, wow. And then like, I mean, the other part is like, dude, we don't even know you like. Mm -hmm know you well enough to fucking hate you like and I just think like I mean I can't be certain but I think he might have just taken some banter of yours like the wrong way or something like that because we were previously just trying to explain to him like that how you know Americans are quite thin-skinned sometimes and they can't take the joke and mm-hmm. they can't take the kind of maybe Irish humor sometimes um so yeah maybe I should have put a recording on you so <laughs> oh god but I think that would be way worse. I think you're oh. way worse. So look, listen, I think 
he's just a, a random stranger, so just let, let it go. But like, I mean, come on, hot guy to chat up for a little while. Ah, I mean, they're going anywhere, but I mean, he was still super hot. Yeah, well, it just can't go to that pub anytime soon. And uh, apart from that, yeah. <laughs> uh, have a bit of a break but before the next time we go. Uh, but it was interesting to see people out and about and just to see how it would work. Hmm. Like, as in, if you want to approach a table, you know, could you? How, like, because um, there was a quite strict woman going around being like sit down so so at one point the hot guy his friend came over and they had to sit on the stools now it's fine because we had spare ones but um it doesn't it's it's not very conducive to like trying to flirt maybe other pubs are different or maybe other pubs are even more strict um but it definitely would even if you're out and you saw a hot guy and you did want to chat him up like it could be really difficult because you could go over to try to chat them up and then the bar staff come by and be like, hey, you, what are you doing at this table? Like, go back to your own, you know? Well, actually, I was, because we talked about this before about how I, like, I'm not good on apps. I, I get bored very quickly and stuff. And despite the fact that it all went to complete shit with the hot guy, uh, I did really enjoy actually just having banter with like a complete stranger. And it was the same at Pride on Saturday because we were out on Saturday as well and you know, I was talking to some fabulously gay guys and uh, flirting with them. And one of them th- thought it was 25. I nearly cried with the fucking excitement. <laughs> I nearly cried. I was like, dude, I think I will. I will marry you right here now. Like, honestly, <laughs> I'll be I'll be your beard. Um, but uh, it was just so nice to actually like just not like just that, that's that five minutes of like, Oh, how did I? And, you know, not being a complete like stumbling over your words and that kind of stuff. And knowing that you have a little bit of still got a bit of flirtation left in you, despite the fact that you haven't really spoken to anyone in a year and a half. (laughs) And it just made me completely like think that despite the way it ended with that guy, and which we'll never, ever know to this day, um, that at least before that, it was like going well. I just ruined it myself. From now on, that will not happen. Honestly, I don't I don't know if you ruined it or your mom was a jerk because I mean I assume like the only reason you would have said something like maybe like that is if he'd been a bit of an asshole himself. Mm. So you know, like listen the last thing I remember of him saying was he said something like, There's what would you think percentage chances are of you taking me home tonight? And I literally was like, Zero. I have two dogs. I have two sisters staying with me, blah, blah, blah. I went into a big, like, old woman, basically ran to just be like, no, it's not <laughs> happening. If that's what you're looking for, you may jog on there, pal. That was my last thing that I recall. And I was like, I wonder, did he, did he push that or whatever? Anyway, I'll never know. Yeah, but it was just, yeah. it was really nice just to be flirting with somebody for, you know, once in my life, someone attractive as well. Someone that, like, I wasn't like, oh, you're a pile of ming, but I'll talk to you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I know because it's so interesting because we did kind of we were talking about it a little bit last week as well like that's why I I kind of understand what you mean about like the apps and how they're not being for you but it's so weird to me that like the way you flirt in real life that that you know it's you find it hard to translate that into like uh, the apps or texting or whatever because like if I didn't know you and I saw you and I saw your flirtatious nature I'm like this one was We'll be killing it, um, flirtatious yeah. wise, like on any of the apps. And it was gas, like even at Pride, uh, Tom came to Pride and it was his very first time. He's never been to, I don't even think he's been to a gay bar before. God bless him. So he got <laughs> full experience. But I went to the bathroom and came back and he was like, 
I think that guy Nicola is talking to is straight. And I was like, Tom, the only straight person here is 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 you and us gals, probably. Yeah. And that's about it. I was like, Dan is gay. I was like, Was it Nicola. the French guy? <laughs> no, it was some guy from the country. He was really cute though. He'd like Oh, the guy from Kilkenny. Like, eyes and he seemed really sweet, but he was hundred percent a gay man. Um, yeah. it just goes to show how good you are at flirting or like that you like you know you'd be like god Nicholas gonna pull the game on here <laughs> like, you know what I mean you'd get you'd almost be convinced that you're gonna you're gonna go off with him um, I would have scored the French guy who told me I'd, I look 25 like I would have hopped on I mean, his face <laughs> simply for that they just they deserve it for that glorious comment alone but um yeah no it's so funny isn't it? it's, it's strange like whereas i would be the total opposite i am terrible in real life and i just find comfort more in text um and maybe it's just because i feel like more confident because mm. i don't feel as exposed or something um but it's just so interesting to me like the different gal out and about about town yeah and you know it's weird um like Thomas told us so Tom told us on Saturday Pride that he hasn't listened to this podcast yet which we find very hard to believe because if somebody <laughs> I was dating had a podcast about about a love life that I knew I'd be mentioned in <laughs> I would be like <laughs> record and listen to every single episode so Tom if you are listening we know you are <laughs> but um we you know a few of our friends were joking Oh, when are we going to get a co-presenter on another single one? But one of our friends did suggest to us, and we'd love to hear what you think of this. A few of us, we've spoken to a few of you about this before, kind of in messages and stuff. But what would you think about if we held a date, going to date singles mixer, potentially, yes. when life is reopened? Like, yeah, definitely. Probably, you know, if we were going to do it, it would be kind of be, you know, definitely a bit later on in the year when, uh, most of our listening demographic, shall we put it that way, would be vaccinated because I do mm-hmm. think a lot of our listeners are probably aged probably between 25 and 40 or so. Um, so some of them may already be on their way to vaccinations, but some people would still be waiting. Um, and like me, myself and Nick, I would love to do something like that, but it would just be whether I suppose the interest is there uh, firstly. And then, of mm-hmm. course, um, I mean, I. I think I said this to you, Nicola. I don't think we'd have an issue getting the gals in. Um, yeah. I think we definitely would get gals in. Um, it's just more like so we can get some guys in. Or you're like, maybe, I don't know, are people even interested in like having a, just a, a mixer.com to like meet other people? Like maybe you've just moved to Dublin. Maybe you're living down the country. Like maybe you, um, maybe your friend group is all like married. Like maybe you'd like to meet some like, other single gals or guys like for friend like to be friends um i don't know it's just something we're we're thinking about well, why is that pub that pub always gives us ideas or we get, <laughs> we get while we're in that particular pub well i just thought it'd be really good that if we did like once our friends had kind of we were talking about it and we start bashing ideas which came quite quickly to us once we did you know we were thinking like let's say it was 30 guys 30 girls um we could always do an LGBTQ plus uh, night, uh, you know, separately or, you know, part of it. It would all depend um, on on the venue, I suppose, if we could get it. But um, we, yeah, we just thought it might be a good way. Like, as we said, we've got, 
we can guarantee the women would be there. It would just be getting the guys. And if that was something you would be interested in, and me and Roshan would be undercover because, you know, we don't show who, show off who we are. So <laughs> there'll be some Mary and Josephine will be there. Yeah, I would say to Nick that we'd show up in two like plastic bags, blind boy, uh, rubber bandit <laughs> style, uh, just some penny, a penny paper bag with two holes over it. Um, but yeah, look, if, if that's something that would interest anyone, like, obviously, please uh, send us a I'm sure, like, we might when this episode goes live, maybe we'll stick up a poll or get people's opinions, see which is all think. Um, so we would love to do something, but it probably would be uh, later on in the year. So, you know, maybe September or something like that. But uh, yeah, we just got to throw it out to you guys and see what you think. Mm-hmm. Um, any dilemmas this week, Ro? You were yeah. you were on the Instagram, and basically, I've been told <laughs> I, that I have to be I have to be done by the time Love Island is on. <laughs> My life yeah, in the morning with Roisin has now been dictated by Love Island. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I can't wait for it to start. I actually um, probably probably will be interested to see if if many people are watching it who are listening to this and what they think of it, what people do it. Um, I would like. I mean. I wouldn't do this Love Island, you know, like as in the way it is now. If there was like a pale, um, you know, over 30s, um, overweight uh, Love Island. I mean, not like I'd be into that, um, obviously, like if I wasn't with Tom. Uh, but not this constantly wearing a bikini. I'd be more like, you know, if you could wear it like snowsuit or something like that. That'd be more of myself for Love Island. But I'm mad interested to see what uh, our listeners, if they're watching, will think of the the people. Because the memes, the memes are always great. Um, we did get a dilemma in from somebody who basically said they had gone on two dates with somebody, but just weren't sure, weren't feeling the connection. Um, and they were just trying to ask, like, how do you tell someone um, that you're not interested in them or that they need to kind of back off you know I think she the guy was being a little bit intense um and unfortunately sometimes being really straight with somebody can result in a very negative reaction mm-hmm. from people um you know I had asked you know if you if you told someone before you weren't interested in them how did it go 64% said they were fine but 36% of people said they'd lost it so you know I think it's one of those really awkward situations, uh, especially if you if you like the like the person in the sense that like you know you got on. It's just that it's missing that whatever you want to call it, that little spark or that little something. Um, and they were just wondering what is the best way to approach this. God, I I don't think I've. I'm trying to think if I ever done the letdown text. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. Hmm. I don't I can you remember doing one? I I had um uh a second date with a guy last year and I knew from the way he he left that he um you know kind of wasn't interested but I wasn't interested myself. Um and I came home I was just like nah it's just it's you know uh not the feeling and I was like basically mid messaging him to say like oh it was nice to see you but like whatever and um he immediately got in and was like oh yeah but I just don't think there's any spark between us and I was like holy fucking shit like the man (laughs) wouldn't even let me it's like it's like when you don't like somebody it's like a race to get in there first 
especially yeah. before they did. Um, I did have a date um with a guy last year, and I remember arriving it was for a walking date. <laughs> Bless him. He 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 had cycled uh to to the place and you know, I caught him like while he was mid taking off his helmet and I'm it was just like just looked like the biggest little geek. I like, God, like, if you're saying that. Yeah, I know. And I just like I knew kind of instantaneously um that this was like going absolutely nowhere. But I was like, I'm not gonna be rude. And like I still went for a walk but for him for like I'd say three hours or something like that, or uh, or two hours or something like that, and then kind of scampered off on the uh thing that I was starving and hadn't had any dinner and then he had messaged me pretty soon after I got home and to be honest I was just straight out I said um I just kind of was like look we're really nice but I just didn't feel the spark or anything there between us and I just think it would be wrong to continue this on in fairness to him he was totally sound about the whole thing um he was like oh it's grand I had a really good time um shame I won't see you for another day but appreciate you being honest mm. and I think at the end of the day like probably being upfront as quick as you can will probably avoid any potential drama unless the person is a fucking psycho and then block <laughs> yeah like that's the thing like I've had ones where you know you've you kind of you know slow down the texting or you know not really responding um you know, after just, let's say, one date and they've got the message that way or whatever. But I think being honest, just kind of going, you could, or you could even like something like, oh, I'm texting a couple of other guys that I'm kind of interested in or a guy that I'm interested in or whatever. Um, and I think you're really nice. I just don't think, I don't see it going any further. Um, But I really hope, you know, you have, I don't, I hope that you are okay with that or whatever. But the problem is when they go the opposite side that you don't really... And if this person that this, if this girl is saying this guy's pretty intense already, you have to kind of be careful what way you're saying it. <laughs> like, you know, are you going to set yeah. off his ego and he's going to come back with a, well, F you anyway, kind of thing. Um, You know, like, I think you're right. The honesty thing is just like, I've, you know, I've, I've really enjoyed spending time with you. I just don't see us as a couple. Um, I think that you're really nice, but um, friends is kind of where I'd be looking at and then see what they say. And if he starts to be an asshole, just block. Like, if he starts to come back at you with attitude, I'd yeah. be like, oh, here, you don't need that in your life. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not worth getting into, uh, like, a, a fight with somebody who doesn't really matter. You know, when you've only had, like, a certain amount of dates with somebody, getting that involved in an argument with them, there's just no point because anybody who reacts, reacts that kind of way, they're only going to be trouble. Do you know what I mean? And you're not going to bring them over to your side of thinking because in their mind, they've been slighted. Like you have slighted them and, you know, there's nothing you're going to be able to say. And I think you're right. Like in those times, you just have to leave it simple, short. You know, you don't have to uh, go into too much detail. But as you're saying, I think just being like, oh, look, I don't really see this as a as a couple saying or anything like that. And I think that's more than enough. And mm. a person, I think if a person then reacts um, piss poorly than that, then uh, safe to say you've made the correct decision and and uh, you're probably having a lucky escape there. Or follow my footsteps and just tell them that everybody hates them and then they fuck off on you. So apparently that's the way to do it. <laughs> I, I did then ask um, 
about like like has anybody been dumped in an awful way um somebody uh somebody said now hold on i feel like this i i feel like i didn't get the whole story here because they obviously just wrote it in the box Mm. and they said (laughs) i nominated my then boyfriend for the ice bucket challenge he dumped me i'm not really i'm not really sure was it the ice bucket challenge that sent him over the edge or or what happened there but i feel like i need i need more information on that story well, you know, the way there's always those things of nominating and it's like, you know, run 5K or whatever. Like if I was to hit somebody yeah. and they nominated me for a run, first of all, dodginees.com here couldn't do it. I'd be like, here, you do not know me at all. Jog on. <laughs> You're dumped. How dare you nominate me to do exercise? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. I dare you fucking ask me. I'm trying to think of um, like, well, I suppose uh, my ex, uh, that dumping was pretty bad. I had a visa to uh, leave the country and had just booked flights for him to to leave the country and immigrate, uh, uh, immigrate, and uh, uh, and he dumped me. So that was that was that was pretty bad. Hey, it was it was pretty bad, all right. Yeah, that would probably be up there in one of the worst because of all time. <laughs> we were planning Roshin's going away party, and then it's like actually, you know what? It's she's not going. God bless. Yeah. Her. Oh, um, just a little cherry on top of that. The 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 day he broke up with me, um, my roommates had people viewing my room, so I was about to move out as well. So that was, that yeah. was also just a glorious, glorious little other moment to add on to everything else. Well, there, there was the guy that I've seen in Australia who dumped me in what was the equivalent of um, he was in Scruffy Murphy's, which is the equivalent of coppers. So that was lovely. And having to just like leave the middle of the scruffies and be like, wow, that's just great. And then I went to the gym the next day to work off my anger and I was on the rowing machine and who walked in? Only him. And I was like, crap, if I leave now, it looks like I'm leaving because of him. So I had to work on the rowing machine for a half an hour. And so that I looked like I didn't care that he was there. It was horrific. My arms were ready to fall off. I was dying of a hangover and I was on a rowing machine. Like that was not a good combination. <laughs> oh, I know. I just love rowing. I love rowing. I'm love just mid- rowing. That's when I was rowing. <laughs> oh my god! I think though you win with the with the Emma Grayton story now. I, I've I'd oh. be rare, rare to find many more. <laughs> um, our friend over at the Sean one hundred three point nine. He said he, he was ghosted by the same girl twice, two month, two dates, then ghosted six months later. She did the same thing. I'm not trying to be shit bad, Sean, but maybe you shouldn't have gone back for seconds. Well, no, you see, sometimes, you know, what happens is you go, oh, maybe we were in a different headspace back then and blah, 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 whatever. And then, you know, turns out you weren't, <laughs> she wasn't or whatever. Like, I do think we should need to do a whole episode on ghosting because everyone's like, oh my God, I've been ghosted by this, 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 and this person. I'm like, yeah, totally get that. But I do, oh, actually my breakup store in Australia, you know, with, with the guy that I was there with, he yeah. <laughs> He dumped me outside the hospital while my best friend was inside with meningitis. Oh, yeah, that was another great day. That, that was, was, a great that day. was a great day. That was a great day. Our friend was incredibly ill. Uh, we we actually did we even know it was meningitis at that stage? We didn't know what was wrong with her. Um, no, the doctor these... thought it what might have been brain herpes. Apparently, brain so herpes, that's what we yeah, knew at the time. Yeah. yeah, and we were absolutely horrified. <laughs> Yeah, and I was after spending the whole day with him and he was like, like literally we spent the whole day in town and uh, our friend hadn't, she'd gone to the hospital, been sent home, gone to the hospital, been sent home. So she was in bed when I left and then I got a call from you guys to say, 
uh, she's gone back in. So I asked him, would he drive me over to get a bag made up for her in the apartment? We picked up one of our friends. She had the bag. We drove over and I said, uh, listen, I'll come over and see you during the week. But obviously, you know, our friend has potentially brain herpes. <laughs> and then he <laughs> called me and was like, can we talk? I was like, we just spent the whole day together. What? And then I got, he came back and dumped me as Michelle was inside with her meningitis. So that yeah. was a great day. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was fab. It was, it was great because uh, I was in the room, Michelle and Nicola returned to inform us of this, uh, of the stunning revelation. So um, yeah, please don't dump your partner outside <laughs> Beaumont Hospital while their friend or family member is sick inside. Um, yeah. I or know. if you're planning to leave the country with them, maybe before they book their tickets, <laughs> maybe <laughs> then you have the chat. <laughs> maybe before, you know, you get your visa, book your flights or before they move out of their house. You know, uh, I was I was very fortunate that nobody had actually moved in uh, and the girls very uh, happily let me keep my room. <laughs> Otherwise, that would have been a whole <laughs> other disaster. Um, and and that man would not be alive to, today. That I think that would have tipped me over the edge. It's funny that you mentioned ghosting, though, because a few people did say like that people they had been dating for a few months, just ghosted them. Just ghost, just just disappeared. Like, where are the manners, lads? I know, like, I get the ghosting thing a bit a little bit when you're just texting someone you haven't met them yet. But like when it's after you've met them and like when people were t- saying a few months, I'm like, dudes, that's so weird. So I do think we'll have to get into ghosting properly and you guys can send us in your stories. Um, as always, we always encourage voice notes um, and send them to our Gmail. There's going to date IRL at gmail.com um, or, you know, obviously send us in your stories via Instagram and as usual or Twitter um, and tell us there. But yeah, I think we need to do delve, a delve deep into the ghosting and see what the story is there because I'm pretty sure now anyone who's single has gone through it. Yeah, if you haven't gone through it, wow, you are blessed by Jesus or whoever, whatever God or <laughs> whoever you believe in. Because if you're single and you're not been ghosted, I mean, I want to know what you're doing because something is like yeah. something unique, something special going on there. Because that is not the norm. Um, I think we're definitely going to have to uh, discuss it in 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 finer detail. Um. And probably as well do another uh, date disasters one as well because I know a couple of people asked for us to talk about that. Um, we do love getting all your messages in and voice notes and recordings. Um, we got a lovely one there the other week from a girl actually after we talked about kind of the weight loss uh, or sorry the weight kind of issues we were having over COVID and um, it's just it's hear another person's voice and hear that they are feeling a certain way and feeling kind of similar um and she had said that she was really really struggling and she'd always kind of been like all or nothing when it came to her weight and that she just decided then one day to just 20 minutes a day 20 minutes a day um just trying to do a workout 20 minutes a day um and she lost four stone and she was saying how that now she's just not uh, before um, she would have kind of accepted bad behavior from guys and just comforted and now since she's kind of got more confident and comfortable in herself that she's just even though this same asshole guys are there she's just no longer accepting it anymore because she loves herself and loves who she is and I just thought that was a really nice message to get and I just wanted to share that with 
anybody who's listening who's maybe struggling with their self-confidence for any reason um just know that you you can do things just to focus on yourself and make yourself feel better and those jackasses will still be there but they won't be able to touch you if you kind of feel confident in yourself and she also gave us a book that she read and she said to recommend it to the listeners so we'll dig that out and put it up so that you guys can if it's something that you'd be interested in that she suggested and that did her a lot of good so we'll put that up or if you have any books that you think yourself that like or you know books podcasts and I thought that's real self-help that you think actually would help you has helped you and you want to share it with our listeners do let us know um it's been a lot we've talked about so many weird and different things today (laughs) it was just a very random throw to go uh, thrown together episode um but I know people often like when it's just me and Nicola talking absolute shite um because you know I suppose you just get to hear about ourselves and our daily kind of lives and how we're getting on um we are hoping to get uh hopefully some guests on maybe uh some people who have children to talk about dating um you know being a single parent or uh dating when uh their ex is still on the scene etc etc so we are trying to organize something there because that is something that that lots of people requested to do so hopefully we'll have a episode about that shortly and yeah in the meantime um, as Nicola said, just contact us, let us know. Um, if you do have uh, an Apple phone, if you haven't already given us an old rating, we would love, 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 love to give us a rating, uh, write a tiny little review. Um, basically, if you rate us, it just means other people will see. It'll advertise um, the podcast because um, we'd love to get some some more new listeners on board. Is there anybody who you think would enjoy this podcast? Please send it on to them. Send us send on their Instagram um, and tell us to come then come and join us on our little our dating journey. I just because uh, I keep an eye on the statistics of the podcast. So like I said to Roshin the other day, like we have a core you know few hundred that listen to every single episode, and then you know, we'll see new people come along, you know, that might dip in for one who might be like, let's say if you're a fan of Patti Smith, you might have just listened to that one or fan of bandwagons might just listen to Bree's episode or every so often, you know, if it's about Tinder, blah, 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 people might just listen to that one or might listen to like one or two, but we have a core good few hundred of you that listen all the time. And then I would be looking going, we've never reached the top 200 in the Irish charts. I'm like, how many effing listeners do those guys have because honestly we have huge listeners here of single people and yet we've never been in the 200 I'm like how many people listen to Blind Boy and to Duran and to (laughs) Brendan O'Connor the live line yeah yeah no because it's funny because we have made it into like the relationship charts before but like to actually break you know, that iTunes top 200 or whatever, it's really damn hard. And obviously, look, you're up against all, like, podcasts from across the world. It's not even just Irish podcasts. Mm. Um, but obviously, we do appreciate every listener. But if you think there's anybody else who might enjoy it, please send it on. Please review, subscribe. Um, every little thing helps. Um, and yeah, we'll definitely see, uh, feel out some things about maybe potential little a meetup or a singles meetup. Um, and hopefully that is something we might be able to do in the future. Yeah. Down the line, you could be meeting myself and Roisin in our blind boy disguises. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think that's all for now. Love Island is a calling. Nicola, will you be watching or are you like totally it's not for you at all? 
I will be watching Law and Order while everybody else is watching Love Island. So that's my kind of love there. What about right a there. mashup? Love and Order. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there could be something in that. No, I'm sorry, but if it's uh, like Carisi in a courtroom, that's enough for me. Or Elliot Stabler kicking in some doors, that's grand. I don't need, you know, lads in their boxers going, here, I think you're lovely. I think what you're if, gorgeous. What if it was um, guys and girls who love crime mystery shows and podcasts about killings and evil serial killers and they go to an island uh, to see if they're compatible I, I think something like that Would totally be your gig Nicola No if it was a game Where you know You got these single guys and gals And they'd go and solve a crime together <laughs> Then you've got me <laughs> Okay I think there's an idea In that TV3 Or sorry Virgin Media Ireland We will be called <laughs> Yeah that's I'm putting out that out there I'm putting the What's the patent out there Don't anyone take that from me Netflix Here is your new show Oh Yeah <laughs> Right, go. Let's stop talking our crazy talk and we will uh, see you guys in two weeks' time, as usual. All right. Bye-bye. Slan, slan, slan.